Welcome to the FCBC NYC podcast. We're so thankful that you decided to join us in this moment and in this season in your life. Our prayer is that this podcast will be a catalyst for conversion and transformation and that you will be inspired and renewed in such a tremendous way that your desire will be to be your best for God. Again, thank you for listening, and we're excited to see what is next in your life. Happy Sunday, FCBC family. This is truly the day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice and be glad in it. Remember, our disposition, our praise, our worship is not necessarily dependent on what's going on outside of us. It's about what is happening within us. So yes, today is the day that the Lord has made and we ought to rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so grateful that you all have joined us on this Sunday morning, on this glorious Sunday morning. And I'm grateful also for all of you who have been supportive of FCBC during this season, who've been connecting with us digitally. We've been very intentional with regard to establishing our digital connections. And hopefully many of you have been taking advantage of that from our prayer calls to our midweek motivation, to our pastoral check-ins, to our uh, uh, Hope Center virtual check-ins, to our live Instagram events. We're grateful on every level for those of you who've been connected, staying connected and intentional about being connected with FCBC during this season. Before we begin anything, I just want to lift up those families and many of you who have been dealing with grief, who have lost someone in your family, some family member, some loved one, some friend. We hold you in our deepest prayers in this season. We know that this is not an easy time. We know that there are many people who are grieving on many different levels, not just loss of people and friends and family, but also loss of a way of life and a way of being that we've experienced a tremendous disruption, almost an intrusion by way of COVID-19. And so we lift all of you up today as you wrestle through, struggle through, but most of all, stay strong within this season. Before we begin, we know FCBC, we like to declare our purpose statement. Before we say anything, we like to declare, not recite, not say, declare our purpose statement. So wherever you are, no matter where you are, no matter how you're watching, Let's declare those words together. We are an every evolving community of visionaries, dreamers, and doers who have been called by God to live the lives we are created to live, commanded by God to love beyond the limits of our prejudices, and commissioned by God to serve. Called to live, commanded to love, and commissioned to serve. Today, FCBC, I want to talk about something that I pray will be helpful in this season. All of us in some way have been encountering storms. And I found myself in this season, and specifically today, drawn to a scripture that I preached from some weeks ago. I believe the title of the sermon then was um, Fear is Not Final, that powerful scene where Jesus rebuked the wind and the sea and, the, and declared those words, peace be still. I want to focus today on the words specifically that Jesus declared and and maybe come at this text a different way than I did a few weeks back. It's found in the gospel according to Mark in the fourth chapter, verse 39. Here's what it says, FCBC family, verse 39. It says this, it says, he woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, 
peace be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. Come on, let's pray, beloved. God, we thank you for this day. We honor you, O God, on this day. God, we thank you, O God, because we are reminded every day that your grace is still sufficient. Your mercy still endures and your love still covers. God, we ask even right now that you would continue to allow your hand of comfort to touch each and every one of us today. Where there is anxiety, bring calm, oh God. Where there's frustration, bring a sense of ease, even right now, oh God. Do whatever you need to do in this season, oh God, in the midst of this pandemic, to get the glory, oh God. And most of all, oh God, remind us to pay attention to the glimpses of glory we get every day that strengthen us, that empower us, especially in times like these. Remember, oh God, those even right now who are suffering in ways that are unimaginable, be with them, oh God. Those who've lost loved ones, close friends, family members, God, be with them. Remind them, oh God, that your presence is constant and consistent. God, we thank you. God, we love you and we honor you. And we declare these words in your presence and with our prayers. And we say, amen. Listen to those words, family. Mark 4, 39. He woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. It is hard to imagine how in the midst of a storm that Jesus was so calm. The scripture says that while the disciples were overwhelmed with fear and panic that had now gripped their spirits, their minds, and they allowed fear to determine their disposition in that moment. Fear was reigning within them. Their terror was real. It was genuine because there was a tumultuous storm battering their vessel and they were afraid. Their fear not only shaped their disposition, but it then shaped the words they spoke because in the midst of their fear and their panic and their terror and their anxiety, they noticed that their leader, their teacher was sleeping. They went to him in the midst of his own calm, in the midst of his own sleep and said, teacher, don't you care? We're dying. Don't you care that we're perishing? In the King James Version, I love the language, that, that Victorian language. Master, carest thou not that we perish? Jesus gets up from his slumber. And I love the passage. It said that he was resting on a cushion, on a pillow in the midst of a storm. 
They woke him up. Their fear, their terror, their anxiety caused them to wake him up and question whether or not he loved or cared about them. Can you see Jesus even now? He rises from his slumber. He looks at them, their faces gripped with panic. There he was on the stern of the vessel, confused and frustrated and terrified disciples, boisterous winds and waves, and he stood still and spoke, rebuking and speaking, peace, be still. If you look at the way it is written in the New Revised Standard Version, after peace, there's an exclamation point, and after be still, there's another exclamation point, peace, be still. Those words, those words are words that I have often recited to myself in those moments where terror has gripped me and panic has overtaken me and my own anxiety has shaped my attitude and my disposition. Peace, be still. Jesus wakes up in the midst of a storm, but more particularly in the midst of his disciples' personal storms for the fear and the terror and the panic and the anxiety had caused a reaction in them. In other words, their fear, their terror, their panic, their anxiety was their reaction to the storm that was around them. And the storm around them caused a storm in them. Can you relate to that feeling even now? In the midst of this pandemic, COVID-19 has felt like an overwhelming, raging storm. And that storm is one thing. And in so many of us, it has created another storm, a storm of emotion, a storm of anxiety, a storm of fear fueled by panic, overtaken by grief and feeling like we are living in the moment where misery and calamity and chaos are daily fed to us through social media and news outlets. Companionship through chaos and friendships with fear are being forged in this moment. And within us, in reaction to the storm of COVID-19, there are storms brewing in our spirits and in our hearts and in our minds. But those words of Jesus come piercing like a lightning bolt to discombobulated spirits. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. Like many of you, I, I found myself reading about COVID-19 and reading about the coronavirus. I'm not one of those people who wants to always hear bad news. I just want to know and understand what we're dealing with, what we've been facing, what we're up against. And I've been reading scientific articles and, and journals and, and magazines that speak of it, not overwhelming myself, but understanding what is happening in the moment. And in the midst of my studies, I found a few things that I'll share, but I wanna say this in, 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 in many ways, that what we feel right now is not just the fear and not just the panic, 
But that fear and panic is connected to disappointment and uncertainty. Yeah, that's what is really fueling our inner storms right now. So much about COVID-19 is just unknown. So much about this virus is still being discovered. And we feel uncertain. We, we don't know when this will end. and We don't know when it will stop. We don't know when we'll be able to get back to life as we knew it or some semblance of that. And then there's disappointment. We think about the plans we had for this year, the plans we had for spring. And, and we're experiencing the, the collapse of those plans. And so disappointment is hovering and uncertainty is swirling and disappointment and anxiety are mixing with the uncertainty and the fear. And it is causing a storm in your spirit, in my spirit, in our spirits. And that's really what's fueling so much of what we feel every day getting up every day and we're thinking about the disappointments we felt we feel we're thinking about the uncertainty that is rampant and we feel overwhelmed do you feel that almost every day wishing that things were not the way they are wishing that some things you should have done before this pandemic started thinking about the things that will not happen because of the pandemic disappointment and uncertainty are in a relationship right now that is combustible for our minds and our souls our spirits and our bodies and sometimes you just have to be honest about what we're facing and even though the reality can feel brutal Facing it honestly and truthfully can somehow bring us to a place, not of acceptance, but being real about where we are right now. Because that disappointment and that uncertainty is not unique. We're all feeling it. But think about this. In that scene with Jesus and those disciples, I'm sure that when the storm started brewing, while they were all on the boat, the little frail craft and Jesus was sleeping, I'm sure that storm, as it got worse and worse, I'm sure that it raised their disappointment. Why did we get on this boat? We should have just stayed where we were. The uncertainty, will we survive this storm? Will we make it? I mean, on that boat were some fishermen who knew about navigating waters, but even the fishermen were terrified. That means that this was no ordinary storm. In fact, earlier in the passage, it said that this was a great storm. That word there in Greek, megas, is great. It was a great storm. And that great storm caused great anxiety within them. That great storm caused a great storm within them. Much like the storms that are brewing within us, we're reacting with the uncertainty, reacting to the disappointment, just like they were. But even now, I still hear those words piercing. Peace, be still. I said earlier that I had been reading and researching and studying and trying to understand COVID-19, this virus, and, and something very intriguing uh, jumped out to me. I shared this this past week uh, with those who watched us on IG Live on Midweek Motivation, and, and I had been reading something that spoke to me because in this season, I had my own anxieties, my own uh, fears connected to my condition, my sickness, my disease. I have an immunodeficiency disease, which means I'm among the most vulnerable of the vulnerable. 
And as I've been reading this, I've been discovering that many of the people who are dying from COVID-19 are not necessarily dying from the virus itself, but the virus is having this unusual impact on the body and it's causing many people's immune system to go crazy. They call it a cytokine storm. That's what they call it, a cytokine storm. And I won't get too technical with you this morning, but I just want to say in, in, in simple terms what is happening. The virus is hitting the body. It is attacking the cells. The cells are then replicating with the virus and the immune system is seeking to react, to fight. But what is happening with the cytokine storm is that the immune system is overreacting, which means it is flooding some of those big tissue areas in such a way with such immunocells, such protein that is causing a buildup of fluid, for example, in the lungs. And I, I want you to hear this. The virus attacks the body and the immune system in its defense reacts to the virus, but overcompensates and the immune system ends up harming, attacking. And in some cases, the attack becomes fatal. Think about that. If COVID is a storm, the immune system is creating a storm to fight it. That's why they call it a cytokine storm. Think about that. The reaction to the virus is a storm as well. If the virus is a storm, that means the immune system's reaction, as a scientist say, is causing, creating a storm in reaction to the COVID-19. Think about that. Think about all the fear and anxiety and trepidation you felt over the last few weeks combined with the uncertainty and the disappointment. What is brewing within us is a storm. That storm is our reaction, the storm created by COVID-19. It is as if the storm we face is creating a storm within, and that storm is fueled by our fear and our anxiety and our angst and our terror and our panic and our disappointment and our uncertainty, and in our reaction emotionally, we're creating a storm. But those words from Jesus, peace, be still, are not just words that he can utter in the midst of their storm. I'm convinced often or rather Jesus on one occasion said greater things than these, his performance and his miracles and his teaching will be able to do. And so when I hear Jesus declare those words, I think about the fact that I am a son of the most high God, that I am the embodiment of infinite possibility, that I am a son of God. We are sons and daughters, children of the most high God. And that power that is in God's creative power dwells within us. And what Jesus shows us is not the only way. He gives us a possibility for what we can do. And when he said, peace, be still and spoke to the winds and rebuked the winds and spoke to the sea. We have that same power to speak to the storms that are brewing in our lives. When was the last time you spoke to your fear, to your anxiety, to your panic, to your terror, to your dread, to your uncertainty, to your disappointment that daily seems to revolve in your spirit? When was the last time you spoke to all of those emotions that are brewing within you and you said yourself, peace, be still? You have that power. You have that ability. And like I said this past Wednesday, I will say now again today, you 
And I, we are storm stillers. We have within us the ability to still this storm. No, we do not know much about COVID-19 and we cannot control how it moves. We don't fully understand how it mutates and replicates. We don't fully understand the nature of the transmittance of the virus. But we can't still COVID-19, but we should. We can surely still the storms that we wake up with every day because of fear, the storms we live with every day because of panic, the storms we live with every day because of our anticipation of what might happen and, and what happens if this happens and what happens if this might happen. All of our disappointment and our uncertainty is fueling together a storm in our minds and in our hearts and our spirits, and that begins to overtake us. And for some of us, who may have never encountered and will never encounter COVID-19. It's not COVID-19. It is the real culprit. It is the storms that are brewing within us. You must decide every day that you will be a storm stiller. Speak to the winds of uncertainty. Speak to the sea of fear and terror. Speak to the winds of doubt and disappointment. Speak to the sea of anxiety and dread. Speak, open your mouth and declare those words, peace. Be still. Why? Because you are a storm stiller. You have the opportunity and the capacity and the ability and the power and the strength to speak to the storm that is brewing within you. And it is not a one-time conversation. It is a daily conversation. Every day you rise, be prepared to rebuke those winds and rebuke the sea. Every day you encounter feelings of dread and misery and grief. Speak to the storm, speak to the winds, speak to the waves in your spirit. Why? Because you are a storm stiller. I've been saying it this entire season. We didn't know this would happen. We didn't see it coming, but we were built for this moment. We have the power to still that storm, our reaction to that storm of COVID-19. So what choice will you make every day? Will you continue to allow yourself to be overwhelmed by the internal storm? Or will you muster the courage and strength that is required of you in this season and be a storm stiller. Say that even with me right now. I am a storm stiller. Say it again with me. I am a storm stiller. And the more you say it and the more you speak it and the more you believe it, the more you feel the power, but not just the power, just as Jesus brought a sense of dead calm to the storm, you too will bring that calm to the storm. Early in the passage, it said that it was a great storm, megas. Well, in most translations from directly from the Greek, when it says in the NRSV where it says there was a dead calm, in the Greek, it used that same word again, megas or megas, meaning a great calm. Think about it. The great storm that started when Jesus spoke became a great calm. When you speak, that great storm within, when you speak with your authority and your power, will become a great calm within. And as often as you need to do it, as frequently as you need to do it, 
still those storms. Be a storm stiller. Walk in your strength. Walk in your power. Believe in who God has made you to be and still the storms in your life. Because in the weeks and months to come, the storms won't get any easier. But here's the thing to remind yourself of. More storm, more power. I am a storm stiller. You are a storm stiller. And never, ever forget who you are in this season. You were made for this, built for this, equipped for this. So open your mouth and speak to this. I am a storm stiller and still the storms that are brewing within. Come on, let's pray. God, we thank you and we honor you for how even, oh God, you're reminding us right now of that unbelievable power we all possess within. We are storm stillers. Thank you, God, for this reminder today that within us is a capacity to speak to our storms. God, yes, disappointment abounds and uncertainty is real and grief is real, but just, but just as real as all those things, the reality of our power, our strength, and our capacity to still the storm that is brewing within. God, thank you for this gentle reminder today that we are all storm stillers. Amen. Listen, FCBC, don't forget. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget how you were equipped for this season. And most of all, don't forget that you are a storm stiller. Still those storms when they rise. Speak to them, rebuke them, and then rest in the stillness and the calm and the peace that were created within by the power of your words. Much love, FCBC. I love you all. Peace and blessings. And I'm so proud and so great, grateful and so happy to be part of a community, not just of believers, but storm stillers. Peace. Thank you for listening to the FCBC NYC podcast. We hope that what you heard was informative and inspiring and in some way created a space for you to have a creative encounter with God. You can follow us on social media and on the internet at fcbcnyc.org. Please follow and also contribute. If you've been blessed by what you heard, support us financially that we may continue to offer these podcasts. Thank you again, and we look forward to you tuning back in in the future.